Yo, what's going on everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drinking Beer and Play a Game and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 151. <laughs> if you're wondering why we sound so depressed right now, we just recorded a special video for our patrons. So keep an eye out. One dollar tier gets you in to check it out. We just tried some weird fucking sodas. Jim, I think it's safe to tell the people we just drank some liquid corn, some bacon, Ranch dressing? Ranch dressing. And... Peanut butter and jelly soda? I, it's not sitting well. And we're about to have two very heavy beers. But <laughs> we made so well. But we love you guys. And you get to see Jim puke on camera. <laughs> you might. You very well might. I'm still burping up corn soda. <laughs> so, Jim, other than the nastiness that we just had, what do we got tonight for beers? Well, Brian... <laughs> We are drinking the Harvest Blender IPA from Clown Shoes. So, yeah, it's a smoothie IPA with plum, peach, and apricot purees. And lactose. Oh, don't forget the lactose, because that goes good with corn soda. And Jim, what's it hopped with? Uh, Keep reading in the bottom. Oh, okay. Smoothie IPA with plum, peach, <laughs> apricot purees, and lactose hopped with galaxy and citra. I was reading the stuff at the top because oh. they had it there. Too. <laughs> Threw me off. But. Oh, Jesus. Grim isn't who you think he is. Well, yes, he reaps. But there's more to him than that. He's got layers. He seems cut and dry, black and white. But that's a facade. He's an audiophile, a devotee of French cinema. Or I should say a devotee. A passionate cowbell player and a collector of first edition Russian getracha. Uh. And you know what? Makes a mean fruit smoothie IPA. If you thought Grimm could handle a scythe, you should see him with a blender. He's the one you... Oh, this, one's, <laughs> this one's got plum, peach, and apricot purees. Sure, we get it. You've heard a lot about the guy, and you're a little afraid of Grimm. But don't fear the blender. All right, Jim. So I got to ask you a serious question. We've been doing this podcast a while. Yep. We've drank in lots of beers. Oh. Do you like... When they put the effort to make some goofy little write-up, or is it too much? Too much. Way too much? I'm done with it. <laughs> I mean, I started Are the bit Are you done a with bit... it because you're tired of reading it? Or, like, do you genuinely... If you weren't doing it as a bit, have you ever read the back of a beer? Not really. Do you appreciate they're trying to put a little something... I mean, I guess I can appreciate the effort and, like, the show that they're really trying to market the shit out of this, but... And here's the deal. Clown shoes. I've said many times easily has some of the best labels out there. Like, they do legit-ass comic book-style artwork. Oh, yeah, that's some incredible-looking artwork right there. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, I was curious about that. Like, I have someone, let's put it this way, I have someone where I work who writes, like, company emails and tries to throw in humor, like, it reminds me of this almost. Yeah. Like, tries to spice it up instead of just telling you the essentials. And I'm always like, this needs to stop. And then I see this, and I go, that's who they hired. They hired these people for that job. Yeah. Marketing majors. Jim, I think you could try to be a BSer for that kind of stuff. Oh, I could easily be a BSer. <laughs> that kind of easily. So, uh, first sip, even though I know you're still recovering from from it, how do you like it so far? <clears throat> oh, definitely... God, it still tastes like corn. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Um... 
Definitely getting the citrus. All the citrus. Uh, getting the plum. It's a hazy boy. Yeah, I'm trying to show like, all the sediment in like the there glass. Is so, yeah, it's tough to see from here, but there is so much like particulates in there and like sediment and all that crap. And it like... It's not like it's like falling. It's just sitting there. No, nah, just it's floating. Yeah. It's... You know what? For It's one of these where like the beers always tend to show like... We have so much flavor. And then you're like, yeah, maybe you really don't. Like, it, it doesn't taste as strong as it should. Yeah. So, yeah. Huh. Weird. I don't know. All right, had to do a quick camera fix because I think my autofocus was fucking up. But, Jim, we have a shit ton of people now coming in for the Level 50 Club. Yes, and they some are. of them are just blowing it up some <laughs> our buddy lucas already up to like 46 he's gonna be done 50 before february yeah madman <clears throat> it's insane but really the question for us right now is what have you been playing since last week <laughs> jim's gonna be in struggle city this whole episode <laughs> <laughs> my my tummy is rumbly and not in a good way at all uh, <laughs> uh yeah actually um, Got through a few things. Um, I'm, st I'm like, I'm just about fucking done Plague Tale. I gotta just finish that up. I was gonna say you should definitely be done it by now. I'm on like level 15 now. Okay. So, like, I've it's gotta be one or two levels left. It can't be much longer. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, so a couple random games I've played through. So I'll keep them short. So, uh, Super Mario Land 2 on the Game Boy. Follow up to the release uh, title. Very much an improvement in a lot of ways. Little step back in a couple. I'll get to that more when we do our update video, but yeah. definitely worth a play. It's a great game. Uh, not a great game. Spyro Orange on the Game Boy Advance. You've been doing a lot of goddamn Game Boy Advance games. It's, you know what? Lunch breaks are an easy time to spend some time <laughs> with some games and hit the backlog. So, so, so far this month is going to be all games that I've never played before. Yeah. So that's what it's going to be for me. <sighs> this Spyro game. Uh, so this was part of a, uh, crossover with Crash. So it was Crash Purple and Spyro Orange. So it's like, you know, crossover. Yeah. Very it's lazily just... made game. It's mostly based around mini games with some platforming, but yeah, I'll get into it more, but it was, it was not good. And then there's one part that just pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> I will get to that. But yeah. So yeah, never, don't ever play that one, but I'll explain it more later. And, uh, Castlevania 4. Finally played it through for the first time. Yeah, nice. So took me. Uh, so I looked at the Switch screen. So it's so far the only game I really played on the Castlevania collection. Okay. So it took me at least five hours, Whew. and a fuckload of save states. Wow. So, really? Yeah. See, I actually thought, uh, comparing that to the original trilogy, I found that to be the easiest one. It probably is the easiest one out of all. Hmm. Like I've never. This is the first like two D Castlevania I've ever like beaten. Beaten. Oh, okay. So yeah, like like I said, like I didn't grow up with them. Yeah. So, uh, but before this, the closest I ever came was like when I beat uh, Blood or Bloodstain, Curse of the Moon. Okay. So yeah, like that's yeah, that's looking back, that's way easier than anything. That's way games. yeah yeah. So, <laughs> but it's also more more fair. But you know, no, I mean it's a great game. I have some qualms with it, but it's hmm. it's definitely a great game, one worth playing. So nice. Uh, and yeah, besides that, just a bunch of shit I'm in the middle of. Yeah. So I am. I'm kind of pissed. I haven't figured it out yet, but for Witcher three. I know, I've, I mean, I, that's my go-to now. Like, if I have an hour or two, I just, I chug away. And 
I'm still, I feel like I'm still hopelessly so early in the game, but I've already done so much. But I love this shit out. The game is amazing. Um, but then on my stream last week, and once again, I got to give huge shout outs to everyone who subscribed and joined in. Uh, I, I think I went through like three puppet com combo games because the th weird thing with puppet combo is a game can be like 40 minutes or it can be like six hours because you're going to keep having to replay over and over and over. So, um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but the one was called the glass staircase, which was a very like, or no, that was the one I did last week. See, I'm already kind of forget. Oh, night watch was the one. Um, that was what I would expect from a lot of these games. The other one was, uh, the Christmas massacre, which I didn't beat yet, but I'm really close. And you straight up go around murdering people as a Santa Claus. So think silent night, deadly night, cute, the game, but you're instructed by a talking tree, which is kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Which I will be playing this year because it's on my list. I have to. Yeah, Castlevania um, Four is on my list, so glad I got that off. So yeah, I mean, I really haven't had a lot of time um, other than those games. Like my my, how many games I finish this month is just going to be very drastically lower because I'm so deep in that Witcher game that that after I beat that, I know I'm going to need a bunch of like not fifty hour games. Mm -hmm. That's going to be my big one for a little while. So. Yeah, that's basically been it. But like I said, I'm just impressed. And if you want to join us along our little journey, make sure, look up hashtag Level 50 Club. Just throw that on there. Make sure you tag both of us so we can both be up to date to yep. fill up the leaderboard thing. Yeah, so I have the mm -hmm. live leaderboard. The link is below. It's on our site. I update it every time. I, I Basically every day, I just click the hashtag. I see who's done what. And I just try to add on. So if you can, to make life easier so I can have the correct count, just write your number out of 50. Because <laughs> sometimes I definitely miss it or if it's not tagged, I will miss some. But I always update it as soon as you let me know my mistake. But like I said, our fans and our, especially our patrons have been friggin' killing it. So yep. kudos and cheers to all you out there. And don't forget, feel free to join us. It's a fun little challenge for the year. Yep, for sure. And speaking of our patrons, it's Patreon time. So patreon.com slash drink a beer play game. We're for as little as $2 a month. You can ask a question and we'll answer on each and every one. Oh, wow. I cannot talk right now. <laughs> that soda's fucking you. It's, I am. I am. You are soda drunk hurting. right now. <laughs> hurting right now. And Jim, we should also mention in his little intro, for $1, you can see the video that hurt Jim so bad. <laughs> yeah, for as little as $1, soon enough it'll be up there. You can see this video. And... Two bucks gets you a question every single week on the Power Hour podcast. Five bucks gets you a game request and our bonus episodes, which we will be recording this coming week. Yep. So, yeah, head on over there. Lots of good stuff. And 50 bucks will get Jim doing a beer bong of uh, corn soda. <laughs> 50 bucks is 50 bucks. I can't do beer bongs anyway, so no matter what, fun will be had. One time's had by all. Oh, I didn't say which hole it's going in. I have a fighting chance then. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> trained. Well trained. So, what questions? And I guess before we start, we got to give a big shout out to Alex Perez. Uh, he upped his tier from two to five. So, thank you, buddy. Now, enjoy the videos, our bonus videos, as you will, with uh, Nick 
and get your game request in. Make sure you last. Did he already get Not one? Not yet. He's okay. thinking about it. Yeah, make sure you get it in. And thank you once again, man. Yep. So, first up from Burn Retinas. Thoughts on Sony's UMD format for the PSP? Does it go down as a curious optical media disc with untapped potential, or the manufacturer completely misreading the tech field? Never, is, never thought of that before. What is UMD? So that... Oh, God, corn. So, a UMD is basically like the little discs. Oh, those discs, but they're on the little... Like, so, like, I mean, they, I, I think of it in a weird way. Like, I grew up with the Power Mac 2 from, like, 1992, so the CD-ROM for that was like an entire like like almost like a casket that came out. And you put your disc in there yep. and slid it back in there. It's kind of like a smaller version of that. So and and they're weird because like they have this like protective kind of case around it, but like they're still really delicate and they can be scratched easily too. From mm -hmm. what I've heard for the PSP, like I missed out on the PSP when it was first out, and I had like a little thing about two or three years ago where I started yeah. like collecting for it. So I have like twenty some games, and I actually. Liked the PSP a lot more than I ever expected to. It's apparently everyone I knew had it loved the shit out of it. Yeah. And, like, the UMDs, I don't really mind. Uh, I mean, it's cool. It's basically like an underpowered PS2. Yeah. Like, the whole the whole package. So, I mean, I think the games look pretty good. It's cool that you can play movies and TV shows on them that they, you know, release like that. So, I don't know exactly what the full potential of it could have been. I mean, I guess... In Tech like that, I am not. I, I think that is potential that could have been higher. I mean, let, let's put it this way. Somehow they figured out 4K or AAA games that somehow would fit on those discs. That, then you know it's going to deliver best sound, best picture, best all that shit. But it obviously has its downfalls, as we know most disc-based things do. So I think it was smart to try to go that way, to try to be the console, the mobile console that did offer like legit movie viewing on top of your gaming. That was a little ahead of the curve because nothing else did that until, especially like handheld. Like I mean, I that's know, what I mean. Yeah, I know the GBA had like really like compressed videos on there for yeah. the cartridges. That'd be like one or two episodes of a cartoon or something. Where this, you could get like you know, good clear quality, you know, actual movies. Yeah, I have Super Troopers on mine. So, yeah, I think that is... Maybe it could have been a thing they could have, like you're saying, expanded on and pushed more as, like, I, I, more I of the know. home use? Or maybe, like, almost, like... like I I know Sony already had, like, a shit... See, I don't know. People probably wouldn't have gone out of their way to buy that over DVDs when there's already portable DVD players. Unless you made it, like, cheaper, because we are talking 2005. I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm imagining... But we're also... See, it was bound to fail since everything was going digital no matter what. But funny enough, the all digital PSP Go failed classity. Yeah. It's ahead of its time though. It, People weren't ready. Yeah. I mean, but I think if we were still if that console had come out somehow earlier, I don't know, maybe it would have been different. I think that I would have looked at that the same way I looked at like say my PS3 where it's like I could also watch movies cuz if I was in college and had had this, like oh, easily watch movies, play games while you're doing it, like yeah. yeah, without doubt, it would have been a good thing. So, I I like the idea, but uh, it was kind of probably just bound to fail. I mean, it didn't really fail. It's just like, I, I mean, it, the PSP sold well. I just maybe he's talking about if like UMDs could be used in other applications, which I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't see a need for them now anymore. Yeah, I, maybe it could have been a cool thing to have like a UMD slot on like the Sony Vio laptops at the time. So, like, if you want to pop a movie in there and not carry around a shitload of DVDs, it could have been a way to do it. 
hey, hey, look at me with ideas. But yeah, but SD cards kind of made everything obsolete. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, also at this time, like SD cards, you would be lucky to have like 500 megabytes. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. They were expensive as shit. So no, that's a great question now. Yeah, that's a it's noodle scratcher. Jim, how you feeling? <laughs> Uh, I need that breather. I need that breather as you put your kids to bed. Uh, great question, G. Er, burned. 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 Yep. Right. You keep confusing the flash. Shut up. Racist. Next up from Gamer Astral. <laughs> Got him. Any preference when drinking scotch or bourbon? I'm always prefer bourbon. It, it tends to be a little bit sweeter. It goes down easier. Scotch has a nice peatiness, smokiness. But honestly, you can get away with a lot of bourbons that don't need to be shit ton expensive to be good. Whereas scotch, you go cheap, oh, you taste it. And you need the real expensive shit to enjoy it. So I think bourbon's always better. Yeah, what he said. Jim, you don't have anything to add? I think I no, I definitely think I've had more <laughs> bourbons over the years than like yeah. straight scotch. So, like especially like it's more available and like you said, like I I don't think I've ever really had a bad bourbon. No. So, yeah, where scotch like there's been ones I've had where I'm like, oh. Jim, you know what the main ingredient in bourbon is? What corn? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, never drinking that shit again. Oh wait, I love my soda. No, my fructose <laughs> corn syrup. Damn it. And last up from Phony Montana. Top three favorite wrestlers of all time. I'm going to go with The Rock, Stone Cold, and RVD. Highly underrated. RVD is not underrated, but that is a good pick. He's a great pick. And this is a tough-ass... Um, see, I know... I So, easily for me, I'm going to go Shawn Michaels. He's always been my favorite. Always will be. Fuck, man. That's a really, really tough question. I may go... I almost want to say Undertaker, but I really honestly—I'm I'm putting Undertaker there because like he was the one like that first got me like really like uh, into wrestling. Yeah. Well, those casket matches as a kid were like for me, like it combined horror and like this idea like he was the most charactery of. Obviously, we grew up when there was plenty of characters. There, there, there's no reason why that gimmick should have ever worked, but except for fucking Mark Calloway like nailing it. Oh, yeah, and it was also the... All right. Ow. <laughs> little little break, because my dog almost broke everything in the room. We were having quite the night here. Yeah, so... Yeah, but no, Undertaker, yeah, the gimmick shouldn't have worked. I mean, with Paul Bearer doing his thing. Yeah. There's something to that, and honestly, even when he, like, as corny as the American Badass thing was... I fucking hated the American Badass, and I stopped watching Did you the just time. hate it because of the song? No. Oh, see, no, no, I was a big kid. The only thing I liked about it was I did really like the last ride. That, that, I couldn't, cool I couldn't get over like, yeah, when it was super small guys, how he got that extra leverage on some of them. I was, and it was during the era where every fight was like backstage, so you knew someone was getting slammed or something. So that boggled my mind. I'm like, how is he doing that shit? I completely stopped watching whenever when he, when he was like big evil. I wasn't watching at that point, or when he went back to. Undertaker, as we know. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. But I will say, when he did the Ministry of Darkness, that was another one. Shouldn't have worked. But I did like that whole... Like, it was another... Fa I, I was a huge faction fan. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. He's got to be my other... My second... I mean, Stone Cold's up there because, like, 
I almost want to put him too, but then I'm like, fuck, is it everyone from Attitude? Uh, I mean, here's the deal. You know what? To keep it a little more current too, like, I'll go Brian Danielson. What do you call it? He's so goddamn good. He He's like, he works at WWE style Daniel perfectly. Bryan. But, but, yeah, name. Yeah, you can't. Just call him Daniel Bryan. Name. You gotta call him by his Because I mean, for like basically establishing Ring of Honor, kind of. Uh, for his work in WWE, for what he... Like, he's the only thing that I actually care about watching in AEW. Like... I thought you were, like, CM Punk Mark. I am a CM Punk Mark, but, like, I'm... Like, like he's fine. Like, 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 he's just... You can tell he's just... Like, they're both just there to have fun, you can tell. But, like, Punk's, like, there to, like, work with, like, young guys, but, like, still keep himself up. Like, Punk's eventually gonna probably just build up MJF and help him be a bigger star. Where Danielson's kind of in a weird spot where he's just, like, almost like a showcase to, like, just put on, like, these banger matches with people I would normally not care about. Like, like I mean, it's a crime to say I don't care about Minoru Suzuki, but I don't care about Minoru Suzuki. I don't care about a 60-year-old guy from New Japan who I've never followed until now. But the match was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't like Kenny Omega, but the match with him was, was excellent. So, like, he just brings the best out of, like, everyone he works with. So, I can't deny how good he is. So, the only person I thought I definitely would want to include, but it's tough to remove anyone else, because Stone Cold probably was going to be my other one, because for all the obvious reasons that anyone liked him, um, I probably would have said Brock, because when he came in, I was at the Raw when he, like, first came in and fucked up the Hardy Boys and every like, yeah. that, his presence was undeniable when he first came on board. I obviously have said many times I'm not a wrestling fan. I watched it a little bit when you were getting back into it, like 2012, 2013. Yeah. Or when he came back with that gimmick, he's still just a freak of an athlete. And what he could do was like, it's fun to watch someone that's that outrageous. And that was my problem with a lot of wrestlers nowadays is like, there are only so many levels above me. I want it to be something I couldn't achieve. Yeah. Like, you want to look at a superhero fighting, not a guy that, like, could work at as a barista that who, like, you know, I, I don't know. But, like, Brock was there. I will say this. When I was at Rumble, Royal Rumble 2015, like, we were up in the cheap seats. But, like, Brock still looked fucking just gigantic oh, yeah. in the goddamn ring. And he was in a triple threat with, like, Cena, who's also huge, and Seth Rollins. He's a pretty big guy in his own right. But Brock was just like, oh, Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's it's a He's great a it's a great question. Obviously, we're going to be influenced by our nostalgia, yeah, but yeah. it's a it's a tough ass question. So great one, thank you, Phony. Yep, and yeah, that wraps up the questions for this week. So once again, thank you to all of our lovely patrons for the questions. Two dollars a month gets you a question every single week on this Power Hour podcast, and one dollar a month gets you lovely, lovely videos that we are definitely doing more of together. Wait till you see Jim. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> Indeed. All right, Jim, so I already think I know for this episode what I have to name it. It might just be every gamer mad about everything. It, it's been a spice. So we're actually recording this a little late because Valentine's Day got in the way and some other thing, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're recording this on a Wednesday instead of the normal Monday. Good thing, though, because some more massive yes. shit has dropped. So it allowed us to catch up on something that's a little older and something that's newer. But let's start with the thing that happened last week. Um, the thing that doesn't stop with the news. The Intellivision. And man, oh man. The Amico. Yeah. Here's the deal. 
I, I, I am fully the auxiliary Twitter guy. I know very little. When I come on, though, I just see such a divisive crowd of, like, hardcore, like... You know what? No, I can't even say it. I don't even see that many people... I feel like I don't see there, many people is... shitting on it. I feel like I see hardcore defenders of it. And then people defending against the defenders. Who are you following? Uh, <laughs> whoever it is through you. Because what I do is when I see someone who is trying to be kind of in the middle, like... Uh, My wall I, is Amico. Hey. Well, like, see, even even like... Smash, Smash JT was Smash the JT, one. Yeah. who was like... What do you call it? We've been always friendly with him. What do you call it? He was... He was an investor in it, and he never, you know, covered that up. Yeah. And, you know, he talked about why he liked it all the time. Even he's done with it. But he didn't hate... I will not say what he's written or done videos on was hate. Not hate, like, absolutely F this. He's saying, like, hey, I got to pull the... Pl like He's going, what are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. I don't he's look like, at, I can't defend this I, So I, what I'm saying is I don't look at that as, like, full-on hatred. Like, the way... You know the the console war is with PS Five. Yeah, it's it's not like Pat and Ian talking about it for you know the no, last no, no. year and a half. Kind yeah, of deal. yeah. Um, and then I see people like Eight Bit Eric, who's done videos similarly to Smash JT, where it's very like just trying to, you know, hey, what's going on with the situation? Or our buddy Genovi, who's basically just recently delved into it. Yeah. Like he was a bagger. He got his you know games ish, and you know his disappointment with it, and he's been hardcore looking into it ever since. Like, so long story short. ARS Technica just put out another huge article last week as of this recording going through, like, all the financials. Like, they basically launched a fourth Kickstarter. Yeah, for they're trying to do a $5 million goal. And if you read through it... it Apparently, is, they're, like, $8 million in debt at this point. Like, they are... They, they have to pay, like, 100 bucks per console to, like, some financial backer before they can take any of the extra money from the profits for it. It's some weird fucking setup. And in one of the, the quotes, it basically said that, uh, in television said that a combined $10 million funding total would fund the company for approximately seven to nine months. So $5 million doesn't even get them there all the way. So here's the deal. At the end of the day, I, I, I think it's safe to say, you and I, we don't care either way. No, I have no investment in it. It's just funny to watch from afar. I, but I also, like, I feel... I've said this before with every type of thing, the chameleon, whatever the other systems were, you finish? they all basically, I feel bad for any Kickstarter thing because I feel like they always fail. And I feel like the common gamer out there who decides I'm going to try to back this. Now, hopefully you're not going more than a dollar to five dollars and it's not like whatever. But if it's someone who's, going beyond their means and invest it three, 500, whatever amount of money is too much. I feel bad for those people because I want them to get what they want it. But at the same time, I've said it each and every time, like it's nice to want to get on the ground floor of this shit, but God damn it. Does it just not work? Funny. You should mention the click of chameleon. So I didn't put the article down here, but corn, but uh, Break! But, <laughs> damn it. but a couple days after this article got released tommy tallarico stepped down as the ceo of intellivision amico mm -hmm. and who stepped into his place phil adams who's phil adams you might say phil adams was the guy who was like one of the big heads who was running the kamiko chameleon oh my god what are you doing that's the figurehead you put up him well now apparently he's been with the amico for a while and like Tommy's still around as, like, president and some kind of ownership role or some shit like that. No, yeah, he's president and, um, 
we have a, uh, a board member and a president. Yeah. But here's the deal. I, I truly do not want to see this thing fail because there does seem to be a lot of people very invested in it. And we don't need to dig into, like, there's a lot of accusations of backstabbing of of people that are fans of the, the Amica that are, uh, like... Uh-oh. And apparently, uh, what do you call it? Fives is on a uh, stream with a, one of the few remaining, like, hardcore Miko defending channels. And he said that they're not sticking to that $10 cap for games anymore. Uh-oh. I, Jim and I, I we've echoed... Oh, him. and the hardware might receive a price hike. Hardware, mind you, that is basically the same tech as a 2016 cheap Chinese smartphone. So what, what, was, what's, what was the price point and what is it? Do we know? I thought it was like two fifty, or maybe if you like were an early adopter, it was two fifty, and maybe it was like three fifty for now to pre-order it with like all the games or some shit. Good luck, Jim and I said we don't. I don't want to see it fail. I think the writing's on the wall, whether it will or won't. Okay, so, the base version's currently two fifty, but <laughs> that's still. Woo! I mean, but here's the deal. I think there were good intentions for what this meant to be. We've said that the whole time. Yeah, so. Tom, Tommy Tallarico burned all of his credibility and all the goodwill that he ever had in the industry during the course of this. He definitely did not, much like like KG Nafune before him, another guy with a name, legend in the business. Yeah, didn't know what the hell he was doing to run a you know company. So, but you know what? Here, here's a weird thing, and here's where I feel for some of the channels and some of the people that are around Tommy Tallarico who are still very staunchly defending him. Is I no one more than me? I get how important loyalty is like that is something that is a fucking cornerstone for me on so many things but you got to be able to recognize a sinking ship and you don't have to throw anyone under the bus to just just now maybe the time to just stay quiet like like you don't have to just because you're not speaking up doesn't mean you're not being loyal if other people want to run their mouth do it but at the same time i'm kind of just going like yeah, I don't know. This seems very odd to me that like people are still going so hardcore. So yeah, and like 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 I get it, and it's a thing Pat and Ian brought up, where they're like, look, if Tommy Tallarico comes to your house and lets you drive around in his Ferrari with him and go to his mansion and play like the one or two working prototypes, cool. You could be a little swayed by that. Oh, I didn't know anybody. <laughs> yeah, they did happen with a oh, lot of people. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but you know, like, you know, it's also a thing where. I also think it might be a disservice where if you get offered to touch the thing and you're going to talk about it, at least try it out and see. Like, I'm, you know, it might, it's probably, like, I think it lends more credibility if you go, yeah, I tried it, but it's still kind of a hunk of crap. Then I go, oh, you know, they know what you're talking about. Now, obviously, you can read the story and see how it's all played out. Obviously, certain sides and parties were right in the whole thing. But... Yeah, you kind of hope still that you don't want to see people get ripped off, like you said. But I mean, this thing's this is a sinking ship right here. I mean, everyone out there, do what you got to do. If you're a hardcore defender, we're obviously never going to change your mind. But you know, as I said, writing's on the wall. I don't think even if it somehow gets to the point where it actually gets released, it's not going to make back. No, it'll, anything. It'll, it's not going to make back its money, and that's the, a shame. The, the investors aren't going to make back their money. It, it's, and I don't want to see that, but that's just going to be. You know what? Prove me wrong. I would love to see that proved wrong because then somebody's happy and someone made their money back. But I don't think this is 
going to be the case. I mean, that Atari VCS eventually came out and even like made the store shelves. Now, no one's really happy with it, but at least came out. But do you think it made its money back? Probably not. So, yeah. We'll know. see. I don't know. But, a hunk of shit. What do you want? But, but at the same time, this is like, you know, hey, a lot of people on both sides of this. So Oh, heated. Heated. It, it, and that's why I said I get the loyalty. But some people, I think, take it too personally. And for God's sakes, everyone can see what you're doing online. Like One, one thing, and again, poor fucking Smash JT. Like, he's just been, like, the second he made one video going... What are you doing? Like, this looks terrible. Like, why are you doing this? Like, when they put in Phil Adams and all that shit. Every other, like, pro Miko channel, like, instantly, like, turned on him. Like, I saw it, that. It shows the fragility of internet friendships, really. Where it's like, you're only as useful as you are, you know. Which, as we know, I, I, hey, we've made some, some good friends. But there are also, like, there are plenty of people where, hey, we're friends where we would definitely be out with you. But, like, yeah, internet friendships are... They are what they are, you know? It's never yeah. going to be as tight. Like, I don't care if it's years of knowing someone knowing someone over line. It's not going to be the same as, like, having a real relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, it sucks, but... Follow the Mr. Medica rule. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep following this. I don't think it goes well at any point. But maybe, maybe they surprise us. Maybe, I'm not hopeful. Maybe it won't be the sweet corn soda of the, of the video game industry. At least shoot for the bacon. <laughs> That's a good shot. There you go. <laughs> so, Drinkable, but unpleasant. So in the only, I guess if you want to call it positive news of Nintendo for the past decade. <laughs> Listen, I know you're an, you know, you're. I'm a Nintendo drone. Yeah, exactly. As, as the witty ones online will say. I mean, listen, you're simping for them. We know. I'm a simping. <laughs> you, you, right, we're going to get to it, but. <laughs> so, Nintendo Direct. When was that? It was like uh, the 9th. Okay. So, they released a lot of information. A lot of cool things. The one we'll get to in the next article, because it's one of the many gamers mad. But my takeaway from it was, so, here's the deal. I've said many times, Nintendo, it does what it does. The only cool things that came out of it for me personally, the Mario Strikers look kind of interesting. Well, I was going to say, let's go through like the list of like some of the big ones to see. So, like, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, do anything for you? No. Right. I, me neither. I'm not going to play the JRPG. No. Mario Kart we'll get to. Fire Emblem Warriors. Don't care. I got the original Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, I liked Hyrule Warriors. Fire Emblem Warriors did nothing for me. Yeah. I thought it was boring. So, I don't care about this one. Uh, Mario Strikers, like you're about to get to. Looks I think cool. that looks actually pretty cool. Yeah. And I think that will be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Uh, Chrono Cross Remaster. This one was kind of divisive. Now, once again, I don't really give a shit about I it. I don't care about it at all. But yeah, but yeah, like everyone, there's the two crowds of like people who are like, oh my god, I'm so excited. And the other crowd who's like, why is everyone excited? No one liked Chrono Cross anyway. So that's a really divisive JRPG, especially as a follow-up to Chrono Trigger. So. Yeah. Uh, after that, uh, ports. Oh, and there's a new take on Wii Sports. So, which Nintendo here's Switch Sports could be fun. I think it's gonna just fizzle out. the 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 fad Wii Sports only succeeded because of what it was geared towards. This will be like that twenty minutes of like, oh yeah, remember this thing, and then it'll go away. Uh, Triangle Strategy. I forget what that's supposed to be. I think that was like a spinoff or a third. I forget what that was. It's stupid. 
Okay. Uh, front mission remakes. That's kind of cool. So I've never played that. They're so. tactical mech RPGs, basically. Okay. Uh, Splatoon 3, I never really played Splatoon, so I don't really care. But I know it's hugely popular, so that's awesome that yeah. it's getting... Metroid Dread got some free updates. So basically, a rookie mode and a Dread mode, which is like one-hit kill mode for you. Like, you get killed one-hit on anything. I don't know, it's free update. You can't yeah. argue with free. Jim, did my mouth do anything? Uh, your finger was doing things. The people <laughs> at home who cannot see. They did not see what was going on there. Uh, Kirby, I'm excited for fucking Kirby of the Wild. Like... So, it really is just basically Kirby and Breath of the Wild, yeah. essentially. Breath of the Wild didn't excite me. Why would Kirby? Breath of the Wild was not that good. That did Don't act like you played more than 10 hours. I didn't, but... It, 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 so, obviously, it wasn't enough to goddamn capture your imagination or keep you coming back, so don't act like it was good. I said, what, 10 hours? Like, it was really good. I just never got around to finishing it. So, you spent 10 hours in what is probably a 120-hour game. If I was going to be a completionist. If you were even going to get to the end, you got to yeah, do and, it. And the end of the story mode probably be between 20 and 40 hours. But yeah. No, no, it's not my favorite Zelda, but I will say, like... it's It was... I'm going to use a euism. It was fine. I didn't play Breath of the Wild 2, but it just... It, it was that didn't come out yet. It didn't? No. Oh, okay. I It, you know, it just did nothing for me. The weapons breaking. I, I too, have not played Half-Life 3. <laughs> well, I wasn't wrong in my sentence. Gotta give me that. Drexel's undefeated football team. God damn it. <laughs> but no. So that's why... Could the idea of Kirby in a Breath of the Wild... Sure... But at the same time, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for anyone. And Kirby's also never done anything for me. Yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah. So, Earthbound, obviously this... this they, they just got put on the Switch. So. Yeah. Hey, everyone that's been begging for it, you got it. Yeah, it's the first Super <laughs> NES update they've done in like six, eight months, something like yeah. that. And the last bunch were dog shit. So. Oh, yeah, they were terrible. So No, I'm happy. Because now that checks off like what's the other ones left at this point like mario rpg which that's in uh licensing hell yeah and uh yeah i mean there's some other is chrono trigger on there yet no so that i feel like there's only a handful more that people can really be like you need to put this on the ones that people really care about yeah 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 chrono trigger's the next no one i'm, really I'm happy about. i'm happy that that's on there advance wars wanted to reboot i've always wanted to play advance wars never but, even, uh, no i never played that so that's one i'm excited for uh Live alive or live a live. I don't like. I didn't watch the video obviously because like the meme was everyone going, "Oh, I know how to say the name of this game now." Okay. Yeah. So it, it's a game I'll never play. It's a Super NES RPG. It's coming over. <laughs> and then it's like all the games that either have been out or are already out for other systems getting their ports. Yeah, Portal One and Two. I mean, cool, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, there's a billion other ways to play them, but yeah, yeah. cool. MLB The Show Twenty Two. It's actually kind of cool to see MLB The Show finally coming to it. It'll be a dumbed-down version. It'll probably look like uh, the PS3 version, if you're lucky. Why this next one? Star Wars The Force Unleashed? It's because... I, I like I, it's because I there's like gonna the be, game. There's going to be a new, some kind of Star Wars game, so like you it's go not going to be able it. to run on the Switch. So they're just like, here you go, here's a little bone. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, Disney Speedstorm Racing? <laughs> so I don't know what that... Is it like a kart racer, but with Disney characters? That's what I'm assuming. That's, which, which that's actually it. really cool, then. My kid would want to play it. Shit, I'd want to play it. I mean, as we've said, I think the things that copy Kart Racers or Smash Brothers generally are pretty good. 
Depends. Well, I I know that's a wide area. I'm just there, saying. There is a lot of yeah. rip-offs. No Man's Sky. Awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean it's, honestly, the graphics on that game, I feel like, aren't that good. I just don't know how, if the procedural generation's easy enough on the Switch, if it can handle it, but cool. Means to be seen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Klonoa, a lot of people are excited about. I've never played Klonoa, and it's too expensive to buy now, so... It's cool that there's going to be an accessible way to play it. It's like a lazy Sonic. Not a lazy Sonic. I, I'm, I'm looking at the picture. I'm just saying. It's like red shoes, goofy. It's a lazy Sonic. <laughs> yeah, what do you call it? It's a... Uh, yeah, Kanoa's always been like an interesting looking platformer, so... Taco no Tatsujin? That's a drumming game. It's a cool little drumming game. So would you still use the Switch controller? You can use the Switch controllers and just kind of like hit the buttons along to the beat. There's also like a separate drum, like you can buy and like. That's try right. To that yeah, way. I would like. I like. I have the game because like it was on sale, but I don't want to play it until I get the drum peripheral. Here's the deal. But I don't want to spend 120 bucks to have the drum peripheral. So. Rhythm games anymore since Rock Band. If you're not using an external actual device, I feel like they're really stupid. And I thought, obviously, goddamn Parappa the Rapper was stupid. Parappa is a treasure. Oh, these are most viewed. <laughs> Cuphead. Um, DLC. DLC comes. Okay. Cool. Okay. Assassin's Creed: The Ezio Edition. I don't care. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts Integral. Mas- I don't care. I don't even know what that means. SD Gundam is a series I never really touched. Uh, Getsufumaden. Cool. Getsufumaden should be interesting for you. That, no, no, that that's actually kind of cool. So it's it's based on the original game and it's a roguelike set. Okay. So roguelike, I would be into that, and then even more. So. Interesting Nintendo Direct. I mean, it, there was nothing from it, though, that I would say is, like, really wow. Nothing was, like, a super surprise for me. No. It's, I mean, like, I know people... Like, Chrono Cross Remaster is probably the biggest surprise, but mm. I'd have to say. All right, Jamer, so before we move on, what did you think of the Clown Shoes Harvest Blender IPA? I know you're still suffering from no, the no, sodas. It was fine. Yeah. Like, I, like, I got the citrus from it, but... I didn't really get that much from it. Like, I didn't get any of the lactose at all. Um, what I got was that it was so... There was... There it was almost too much fighting itself that, like, nothing really showed through. Nothing nothing shined through. It was very, actually, subtle on the whole... Which... It was, like, a, it was like Mr. Burns' immune system. Everything was pushing all at once to try and get through God, a tiny space. Damn it. But nothing could. I appreciate the Simpsons reference, and I will put the gif up just for that. You son of a bitch. Aha. But, um, yeah, so now we are moving on to the Ship Bottom Abominable Snow Monster Ale, which is an ale brewed with honey, sugar, plums, figs, and cherries. So, you know, the flavor profile's probably meant to be a much sweeter version of what we just had, with probably a little heavier on the fruit side. Um, Allowing the Abominable Snow Monster to brew with us was quite an adventure. He loaded this brew with honey, fig, sugar plums, cherries, and all the grain he could throw into the kettle, combining all these ingredients with a spicy Belgium yeast. Develops a complex ale that is perfect for the holidays. So, I don't know if I hate the overly stylized text that's like all different fonts. Oh, all it's all different, different fonts? How did you know? Did you not realize that as you were no, reading No, 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 I did, but it... Once I get into a reading mode, I don't like that shit. I over like I don't think about, but I was like, let me see if it actually bothers me. It's goofy for sure. It's a choice. 
I guess it stands out more. It does. It definitely stands out more. But once again, now this is significantly less silly than the other one. Oh yeah. Are you more okay with that write up? Yeah. Okay. Even though it says that they brewed it with an abominable snowman. Yeah. But then again, they brewed that one with you know the Grim Reaper. So. So this one has was seven percent. I don't know if we said that last time. Ooh, this has a nice little. But this spicy ship smell. bottom ship bot ship bottom not shit bottom is 10 percent. just so, like me damn it yeah yeah this one i had so the, i had two of these another strong beer and then uh mad elf when we did the not for human consumption podcast oh, god that was a drunk drunk night the boys from nfhc will be uh coming up in a future episode too yeah just booked them so expect them in early march we actually have like a string of guests coming up so stay tuned all right, Chambers. So now on to what I would consider the first of two big gamers mads this week. So people have had opinions about things, Brian. They have, and who's at the center of it, as always, Jim? Well, this time, not oh. as always, but who's the shittiest company out there, Jim? Not <laughs> <laughs> to their customers. Ah, well, you know, you gotta do something. Just because you release a good thing doesn't mean they have the customer service of the DMV. All yeah, right. So, I mean, both we have two gamers mads this week, and they're both Nintendo related. Yeah. So, first one is coming off the heels of the Nintendo Direct. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, getting 48 new tracks Over for the, the next... price of $25. <clears throat> now, mind you, Mario Kart 8 was originally released on the Wii, the Wii, Wii U. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Wii U, right? Wii U, yeah. Yeah. So, so how many is, years ago? Let's see. When, yeah, when the fuck was that originally released? Let's see. Well, I want to say it was like 2015-ish when that came out. 2014. 2014. Okay. So here's so, the question. Eight-year-old is, game. Is it so, and pure it was, laziness and at this point? The Deluxe The deluxe was basically a launch title for Switch. It was right around the launch of Switch. Which so, you, I'm not, you cannot. A little bit after. Yeah, but, and you can't consider it a new game. It's really still. No, Deluxe was not a new game. It was really just... All the content from 8 and its DLC, so like, you know, Game of the Year edition, you can say. Yep. And they changed the mechanics slightly where instead of holding one item at a time, you could hold two. Now, not being, like, I have the game, and I, hey, it. every new Mario Kart is always the best Mario Kart. And you didn't play 8 when it came out at first, so. No, no, yeah, so I, I have the deluxe version on Switch. Um, let me ask you, since it's had the deluxe version... Has there already been a lot of DLC since then, up to this point? I don't think Deluxe has had any DLC. I could be wrong, but I've never looked into okay. DLC for it. Maybe it's had a few things, but like, oh, I think they eventually is like a free update through like Breath of the Wild shit on there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think for the most part they uh, really haven't done much. So, like, this is what this screams to me: they haven't been able to think of a new gimmick after the new one. So, because they're probably waiting on. And here, here like, here's the thing. 8 Deluxe is basically a perfect kart racer. Like, yeah. I don't know really what they can do that, like... Like, at this point, it would almost have to be, like... Here, it's just a new one. Here's new tracks. Because, like, some of the biggest complaints are... Oh, my God, you're releasing... And one of the tweets I put down below that got a ton of traction was... Releasing paid DLC for an 8-year-old game, LOL. Which... Alright, fair. And if it's 48 tracks, that's a fuckload of tracks. 
So it's basically a new game. You could have easily just released that as a new game. Yeah, you could have, but at the same time, it just... How am I going to put this? It do- doesn't it feel a little dirty that it is an eight-year-old game. Twenty-five bucks for eight, forty-eight tracks. You can break that up however you want. Does it really need to even be twenty-five dollars for that? Like truly, I still think it's not a bad price for that for much content. Though eight-year-old game, though, it's different. If they had said well, here- since it came out on the Switch, yeah. to whenever you had 48 tracks and over the lifespan. Mm-hmm. But to now just say from basically here to next year, you're going to pay extra 25 bucks for all these other tracks. Like, are they trying to rekindle the fire? I don't know numbers on switch. Yes. It is the best Mario Kart. Yes. It's the best cart race, whatever. Are they just like, is this a way for them to just get more players to get back to playing it? Are they getting you hyped for something like, is this the... See, I think if you were just trying to get people hype, I don't think you released 48 tracks. But but aren't the first 10 just the ones from N64? I, I didn't remember how the breakdown was. It, it was tracks. something essentially like... So, like, they're going to recycle a bunch of old shit. You know that. They always do. Yeah. So, here's my deal. Can't you sweeten the pot? Can, can you wet everyone's beak a little bit and just give them some racers in that pack, too? I, that is weird that there weren't any racers announced with that. Because, like, the old Wii U packs were, like, they were good DLC packs. Like, for 16 bucks, you would get, like, 10 tracks, a couple racers, and some more, like, customizing for your carts, however you wanted to do it. That's, yeah. So, like, they, but to me, like, 48 tracks still is not a bad deal for 25 bucks. Here, here's where my thought is. As How a many guy, tracks are in there right now, roughly? Do you know? Offhand, I don't know. There's a there's a lot. There is a lot of tracks in there. I'm almost saying like, does it really matter how many new they release at this point? Because there are so many. Well, I mean, on one hand, it is an eight year old game. It's an eight year old game at its core, and for I mean, for 14 million people, it's an eight year old game. For close to for over 100 million people, it's a five year old game. So oh, so Mario Kart 8 features 32 tracks, 16 new, 16 returning. But that's also with Mario Kart, just eight. That's like, well, know. no, this is the deluxe. Oh, is it? Okay. Or wait, no, I'm sorry. Uh, or no, no, thirty-two is eight with the DLC included. All right, so maybe thirty-two could be right. So, so you're getting more than than just the deluxe version. But here's the deal, I like I'm just trying to think. Like that price point just seems it seems excessive. To, if you said ten dollars, I'd say. That would be ridiculous. But I'd also say no-brainer, because what is it really costing Nintendo? This is my number one problem with Nintendo. Everyone defending Nintendo, and we're going to get this into this with the next one especially, is acting like they're some indie developer. They can't afford, because they know it's going to sell like hotcakes probably still, to lower it to 10 bucks, especially when a lot of it's going to be recycled bullshit. Yeah, I mean, no, here's the, here's, that's where my next thing's going to be. Like, they either don't think they can get more, well, I mean, at this point, they can't get more power to the Switch. So, and they've had five years of you doing it, so they can maybe release a new game that looks maybe a little bit different graphically, that's maybe slightly nicer. And they, like, to me, it just shows, A, they don't have any ideas for a new game. And B, I also don't fully hate it, because, as the Switch guy here, like, Mar- I-, I would say the perfect example is Mario Party. So, Super Mario Party. Launch game with the Switch. I think it sold 30, 40 million copies. Something ridiculous. It was kind of light on content. 
I got a fuckload of use out of it. I've put like over 50 hours into it playing with my wife. Love the shit out of it. But the whole time we always say, I wish they would release new maps. So, I yeah. wish they would release new stuff. So then they release Mario Party Superstars, which is like a greatest hits of older games, just like, you know, remade to HD. Yeah. And it's fun. Don't get me wrong, it's fun. But it could have easily been just DLC, DLC for Super Mario Party. So, like, I think if they just released... They could have easily just taken these 48 tracks and given, you know, either given a couple of new characters or taken some away and replaced them with other characters. Because at the end of the day, for the most part, a lot of the characters don't matter. Yeah. So, like, you have your heavies, your mediums, and your lights. Like, that's what it always But still, like, you still want... It would still be somehow cool. Like, imagine if... It would be, just... be cool to say, hey, this is Mario Kart 9, but to me it would be like, oh, this is Mario Part Mario Kart 8.5, where they're taking $25 of content and giving, put, selling it to you for 60 bucks. Well, no, I think to you, I think you are right. Nintendo hat... They've locked themselves in a corner where with their first-party titles, they have to have a gimmick. They're, they're, they are, they're the goddamn carrot top of goddamn gaming like they gotta have a gimmick and if they don't sell you the gimmick then yeah i think a lot of but then then again they do stupid shit all the time and people still buy like hotcakes so they could do it and you'd still gobble it up like yeah and you'd also don't want to like over gimmick like how like the new mario golf or like mario tennis like it's got its fans but people aren't like super crazy about them and they're also late on content, where I feel like if they just release what they had right now, just to, for the sake of saying we have a Mario Kart 9, it might not be up to their standards. Maybe they're actually doing standards for once. I don't know. I don't know. I just look at this as like, though, I'm trying to see the other side, where is this them subtly telling you you're the best case scenario here is that you're not getting a new console till 24? Best case? I mean, at they haven't least. even announced a new Switch yet, so... Well, I'm not even saying Switch. I'm saying a new console. Oh, I don't see them ever going away from the Switch motto at this You think juncture. it's just going to be updates of Switch? It'll be like Switch 2 or something. Okay. Yeah. So... It's too successful. Like, why would they not do Because that? this says this map pack goes out to 23. So that reads, like... Then they're solidifying you're not getting another Mario Kart. This is what you got. Right. Until the next system unless, comes out. Unless they're developing a new system and not telling anyone and... Maybe a new Mario Kart is going to be, like, a release game for it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but this is another case where... <laughs> I Like, if they're not going to make a drastic change, I'd rather pay not a full game price for a full game's worth of tracks. Like, that's where I'm coming from. Now, you, you're you the Switch guy, but also I feel like you don't really play Mario Kart 8. Like, you play it, but not that much. You know, I don't play it that much because I also played Mario Kart 8. True, but I'm saying, like... Do you want to pay twenty five bucks for this? Yeah, probably not. Right? Like, I, I won't be in a hurry to do it. Most, no. Yeah. Or the the obvious thing that will probably happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I don't play it enough that I would probably even go for it. So that is a fair point. Like, so at twenty, but there's a lot of Mario Kart no, fanatics who will. Of course, yeah. and that that's my point. Like, they're hitting to that market, but it's like, are they then in twenty three? Whenever this is done, then going to be like. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Plus, and then have all those included for the price of, like, the... That would be a balls move. Which, would you be shocked at all if Nintendo did that? <laughs> like Not entirely. So that, you know, hey, all I'm saying is, be careful, because you know some shit like that could very well happen. So if you want to wait a little bit extra, you'll probably get it cheaper in the long run. And if you don't have Mario Kart 8 at all, 
Don't just dive in now. Just wait. But wait for what, though? Until they release another version with everything. Like, like as we say, if, Game of the Year editions of everything. If. Uh, the company that is best known for repackaging all of its old shit time and time again, I'm not worried. I think they'll repackage it with everything. Well, Brian, <laughs> speaking of repackaging old shit, or even packaging it at all. The next big gamers mad of this week and our last topic for the night. So, this actually dropped, well, technically last night, but most people realize today. Today, yep. So, Nintendo's announcing they are closing the eShops for the Wii U and the 3DS in March of 2023. And, and Twitter went completely... Well, I think the more important aspect, and as it's shown here, we have it from Kotaku, but it's covered everywhere. Nintendo specifically said they have no plans to offer any of that, as they're calling it, classic content in other ways. So... While you will have a year to buy what you want, they're basically confirming the only way moving forward, because I was reading through a couple of their articles, the only way moving forward is like how they have Switch Online. So if they feel like putting games on their NES and Super NES Online or releasing it, that's the only way. Otherwise, go fuck yourself. It's a simple way they're saying it. Now, once again, you can... Since you're more dialed in, you can go into minute. But here's my outsider perspective. Yep. Literally reading it, like whatever time I posted my tweet earlier today where I was like, I literally came on. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with Nintendo? And basically, my outsider perspective is there's two camps. There's one that's like Nintendo gives no, doesn't give a shit about game preservation. And they're basically saying f you to gamers so you should just go out and pirate all the games and then there's the other side that's like well you have a year to buy games for systems that you didn't care about to begin with so why are you making a big deal because you could keep those games after the fact but you weren't playing them all these years why do you care now me personally one me brian me jim <laughs> nintendo is doing a nintendo move that's without a doubt. Like, no one should be shocked by this. This is like when a chick is going out with a dude that used to cheat on people and then he cheats on her. Like, oh my god, I'm shocked. Like, don't be shocked this shit's happening. Nah. But to, to, and to your tweet and to some other points, who cares about the Wii U? Now, 3DS, I know, is crazy popular, I'm sure. Yeah, no, th like, 3DS sold a lot. It didn't sell as well as the original DS, yeah. but they kind of lumped them together, but it sold a lot. But here's my question, and this is the uninformed person here with these consoles. Were there so many exclusives for these consoles that are so rare and you can't buy them that it truly is a concern that if they go away digitally, there really is going to be no way to get them? Aside from pirating. I am no 3DS expert, so I'm sure, like, like Kid Icarus Uprising, for instance. Like, that's a game that's only ever been released on the 3DS. Okay. Or, like, Metroid Samus Returns, or... Because what's the only Twilight Princess? They did an HD version. Twilight Princess was a GameCube game. Or, I'm sorry, what, yeah, there not there a Legend of Zelda? One, one of them, I thought, is an exclusive. The Wii U never really had its own Zelda game. So it had Twilight Princess HD, which was a uh, HD upgrade of a Wii game. Then there was Wind Waker HD, which is an upgrade of a GameCube game. And, I mean, it's only real Zelda title that was exclusive was yeah. Hyrule Warriors, which is just a 
Warriors game with Zelda thrown in there. So it never really had its own. Then, like, it eventually had Breath of the Wild, but that was also pushed to be a launch game for the Switch. So Yeah. Only, only dummies like me cared to get it on the Wii U, so. Well, you are a dummy. But here's the thing. So I'm looking at a list right now of exclusive. And I mean, like, the Wii U, like, like Devil's Third, which is not a good game. It's just rare. Now it's just going to get more expensive. Um, like, so our pe- so here's like, the Like, it had cool versions of games. Like, it had, like, Tekken Tag 2, like, Wii U version, which is, like, the best version. Because it has, like, all the content. Like, it's basically, like, the best, like, package one. I was going to say, let's calm your tits. It's the best version. We know it's probably graphically sound and control the worst. But it might have the most content. <laughs> so, wh- here's the deal, though. And I know you, as a Nintendo simp, who completely just wants to defend billion-dollar companies, it's funny you took such a stance, it seemed like, every time I... Because, once again, I only see shit... Even when you're commenting to people. Right. I'm like, why is Jim defending Nintendo so hard? Because you seem to be really against people that are basically like, fuck them, just but pirate. Here, here's the thing. No, I am not against people saying fuck them just pirate i want to get that out of the way right now it seemed like you were no i have no problem with people pirating my problem is with people going this is ridiculous this is totally against game preservation and this is all these classic titles bloody 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 blah where the fuck were you for eight years and we already saw this with the goddamn Wii when that eShop shut down people are gonna bitch people are gonna make their little you know fucking soapbox youtube videos for you know the masses get their easy views, you know what they're not going to do? They're still not going to go to these shops and buy the goddamn games. Because no. they don't really fucking care. No. Everyone's just goddamn cloud chasing right now. Like, there's there are people who actually care about, like, you know, losing out on games. And I'm all for game preservation. Yeah. Like, I will say, even bad games, there's value to be had there. Whether it's an idea, an IP, or just a mistake to not make again kind of deal. Game preservation is important. Yeah. And does this go against game preservation? Of course. But you know what else? You've had eight plus years to get these games already, and you still have another year to get all the games you want. It's not like it's shutting down tomorrow. So if another year passes and you haven't bought anything, and you still go, I can't go get the games I want. That's on you. And here's another fucking thing. Back to the goddamn Wii. You know what happened after the Wii shop shut down? What? Within six months, most of those WiiWare games that everyone was pissed you couldn't get anymore... People cracked and found ways to put out there for the masses to still download. Oh, yeah. It'll be... It'll be... Would I love to have official releases of, like, Castlevania Rebirth and, like, the Konami Rebirth games and Alien Crush Returns? I would love it. And I would totally buy it right now. But do I feel like going through the trouble of downloading the games and hacking a Wii and shit like that to put them on there? I couldn't do it, but I'm very lazy. So I haven't done it. But the option's out there. The games that are worth having, you still will probably have a way of getting. They're not going to go away forever. This isn't, like, I mean... I made this point earlier, and someone was like, well, actually, you know, games still lose their source code. I fucking know. But it's not like the old days where they considered it a toy and just threw away the source code. Like, anything worth keeping, for the most part, people will either have, or they will re-release again down the line, or something. So, I don't know. So this begs the question, though. Okay, so I'm trying to think of it from both sides. Like, here's the thing. Like, I know you you can call it Nintendo simping. It's just like when PlayStation started threatening to shut down the fucking PSP and the Vita and the PS3 eShops. Yeah. Because it's shops that no one was using. I can't blame any company, especially for the fucking Wii U, that sold at best, and I like the Wii U! I like the Wii U! 
but the goddamn system sold at best 14 million units. How many people do you think are still going on the Wii U eShop to buy games on that? Sims. Every fucking person who's complaining about goddamn NFTs killing the environment. How much goddamn electricity is Nintendo using to run servers to keep an eShop running that no one's goddamn using? How about that? Probably not much. Yo, suck my it's dick. It's still hypocritical. So fuck all of you. But here's the deal. This is an innate problem because, as you mentioned, you you don't have these same problems with PlayStation. Well, PC is always its own thing. But PlayStation, Xbox, because their shops continue on through their consoles. So this is an innate problem with Nintendo. If they just had a Nintendo shop well, I mean, period. PS3 almost just shut down all its consoles until people bitched enough. Then they no, gave it another year. They did. But what I'm saying is, even on PS4, you have... You have the PlayStation, what is it called? I PS think it's now or PS, whatever. PS4 Plus, or yeah. whatever. PS Store. And say what you want about Xbox and PlayStation. They are amazing with, hey. Microsoft is the best when it comes to like cross-platform. And what old, you buy is what yeah, you get. Tied exactly. to your name, all that shit. Yeah. So it's like, that is the, to me, this is the bigger thing. And here's the thing. Nintendo has always been terrible. And with that, online, that's with their my e-shops. Point. Yeah. I've mentioned it before, how the virtual console never transferred from system to system, which is absolutely dog shit retarded. So, like... So, can they, we they, say, stop buying Nintendo shit? If you want. I'm, I'm not going to stop you from not buying Nintendo. <laughs> I don't care. I don't have investment in it. Stop it, Jim. Stop right, it. Right, just buy it. No. Buy the Mario. <laughs> Jim. Right. Right, Jim. get a Zelda tattoo. Jim. Be the, be, be the girl you are. Jim. Oh, never mind. I was going to make an analogy, but I won't do it. Because Brian's going to get canceled. I'm, I'm above it, Jim. So yeah, sure. If you could stop a terrible act that happened in the past, would you have helped people stop it? So you should stop Nintendo. I don't know. How much entertainment do I get out of it? <laughs> That's all you care about, you son of a bitch. It's true. I mean, here's the deal. I Game preservation. It is true. The, the, double, the double down dicking that Nintendo does, though, of... We don't care about preserving this shit. F you to fans who do care. But then they go out of their way. That to... is the biggest argument against it. Because they go out of their way to shut down people trying to That's preserve That's my shit. problem. That... Like, if they said, hey, we're shutting it down. Have fun. I'd say, you know what, Nintendo? Number one. But what they do is like... So you purposely just don't want people to get this shit. And I'm not saying ever fucking promote pirating. But if there was a way... No, like, fuck it, go pirate. But, no, I'm for... I'm saying... I'm not saying a company should ever come out and say, go pirate. I get why you don't say that out loud. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't go out... Don't be a dick, like, saying, like, hey, if you have whatever number of fans... Let, let us, let's say modestly. You said we sold 14 million units. Right. Let's say, best case, there's still 2 million people actively engaging and playing the Wii U. I'm just throwing a number out there. Yeah. That's still 2 million people that really enjoy the shit out of your shitty system. You have a year to download it then. And here's the thing, though, and this is my one problem, why I jokingly call you simp, is, okay, servers do cost money. Do you think Nintendo can afford it? Do they sell a few consoles? Oh, they make their money. Don't get me wrong. So it's like, I'm truly, because they are so stupid with how they handle their e-shops and digital downloads could they do people a favor keep them up until they figure out their own shit and just say guys we hear you we're gonna figure out a way to get a e-shop that's gonna be our only main hub moving forward 
because we're discontinuing all of our DSs and everything's going to be switched soon. So we're going to have one eShop and somehow we either re-release the shit, even if that's the slap in the face of, we'll re-release all the games you already bought, you have to buy them again, but they'll be available. That's called the Switch's library. That, but I'm saying, like, get everything from the Wii U and 3DS. Why are they so against that is my confusion. Is like it can't. What, what could it be? It could it be. How could it possibly be hard for them? It's not a money because th- they know clearly people want some of this shit. Why they want it, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, it's just a fuck you to your fans. Like, no, 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 you don't need it anymore. No, the fuck you to your fans is if like there's. Is this punishing that- them for not buying enough we use? <laughs> They like, should. They're like, fuck they you guys. Should. You didn't support our Wii U. <laughs> what, was it Cinderella? I don't know. Fuck. I, I wish I knew the band. But Brian, if I could quote a band from the 80s, you don't know what you got until it's gone. Yeah. All right? And that's what we're getting right here. I mean, can Microsoft just buy them already? Come on. Just fucking buy them. We'll <laughs> fix everything. God damn. Microsoft would be like, here's every Nintendo game ever. Pay us a hundred a year and you're good. Like, come on. I mean, the library would be pretty good. I don't know. I I just find it. Look, 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 look. Nintendo Switch Online sucks. Like, it's not a great system. I don't complain about the NES and Super NES because it's $2 a goddamn month. What the fuck do I care about $2? Wait, you didn't get the expansion? No. (laughs) Let me ask you, and I know we already covered it. Is there a X number of games that would be added to the N64 and Sega Genesis collection that would make it worthwhile for you to want it? See, that's tough for me because I basically for you both have, have what I want. Hmm. Like, I don't that's know true. what they can throw on there that I'd be like, you oh, also I gotta buy it now. You're not a player enough where you care enough about a rare game being on there. You care more about the collector's mentality. Like, you like the physical. So even if they but, throw I a mean, game like, that's like crazy expensive you don't care about the game because of the expense from a gameplay standpoint you well, like it from the collector standpoint yeah i mean like if they threw crusader of senti for instance on the genesis one i'd be like oh shit that's really cool that's really intriguing i could also just fucking download a rom and yeah. just emulate it at that point and not have to deal with it yeah for and crusader of senti is a zelda clone that unless i'm taking it on to go with me i'm probably not gonna sit down and put that much time into it anyway yeah so, uh, I'm with most things in my life. I'm a special case. I just, you know what? Like I said, here's the deal. Similar, I look, it's a weird comparison, but hear me out. Like the Amico, I know there is a small contingent that truly, actually does care of the 3DS Wii U. I truly believe, like well, you said, everyone... 3D, I think the most outrage comes with the 3DS. Yeah. Because that sold like 80-some million units at Well, that least. wasn't so, that the best-selling handheld ever? Well, the whole DS family's up there. Okay. So, like, the DS family sold hotcakes. Now, did from DS to DS to 3DS, did they have one continuous shop that transferred over? I'm not enough of an expert to give it. Okay. Answer, so, so but, here, but here's my deal. There's clearly a market. I mean, fuck, check YouTube. There's a market for Nintendo fanboys that truly you think. No, but that truly do care. Like, hey, I really do want these games. And after looking while we're talking, seeing that there are so many digital exclusives, that's where I get weird about it. Where I go, you made the statement that you're not intending to release. Like, just say. I, I think. 
Now, knowing Nintendo, 90% of the libraries, they won't ever do anything with again. Yeah. But, actually, yeah, you know what? Actually, no, that is a weird... They might mean it, because more so the... 3DS, like, they could make some money off it. Like, you can still find 3DS games in, like, Walmart. Yeah. That they would make a profit off of. Wii U's not sold anywhere new. Yeah. So, anything Wii U that, like, they just say, fuck Wii U, they say, fuck Wii U. They're cutting their losses, I guess. I don't know. So, it's, when I see shit like this, I go, I, what I don't get is anyone getting mad at someone saying, like, just pirate this shit. When they're talking about eight-year-old systems. Yeah, no, I mean, like, for anyone, like, I mean, there are people, like, fucking Dreamcast guy. He made a statement, he was just like, that's why people pirate, or why piracy is important. Yes, it is. Go pirate. Go pirate these old games. Who gives a fuck? Have fun. But I felt like, wasn't that one of the ones where you were kind of like, but you have a year to buy stuff? I did say, but you have a year to buy stuff. So you were kind of like, you felt, you, you know what? You were a little snarky, Jim. You were I was pe- a little snarky. You, you were being penny loafers. I was being penny loafers. So that's look, what I mean. You're, look, you're here, sipping out to a point that you know no, is actually here, here's valid. Here's the thing. Was it not a valid point? It was a valid point. But you know what's a more valid point? What's that? You still have a year to do it legit, too. But why do it legit when you can do it for free? You could have done it for free this entire goddamn time, too. Or you could have bought it legit this entire but goddamn time. what if time? he's trying to warn people from spending their money over this year and doing it for free? Spend your money on newer shit. I'm going to go with that as grandstanding. <laughs> or are you grandstanding? Are you grandstanding the grandstander? What are you doing? Yes. <laughs> Why? It's social media. But that's my point. I'm <laughs> trying to get clout and eyes for us, goddammit. <laughs> but don't take the side of the billion-dollar corporation. You should be like, yeah, fuck them. Here's my eye patch. I'm right there with you. Grandstand with them. See, <laughs> so you take the. Haven't we established you always take the wrong side of things? I'm not taking the wrong side. Jim, I am taking the practical side. God I, damn it! All I'm but, saying is oh, you this... have to. You have to take. Fine, uh, I'll be like everyone else, and I'll take the brain dead goddamn side and do say the same thing every other goddamn channel saying, so I can get the same fucking Jim, things. All I'm saying is if this is revolutionary times, you'd be the guy. Be like, oh, we, we need a king from. We need a king, king from England. What are you guys talking about? You know how hard it's going to be to have a revolution? Fuck that. We have a king. He's not even near us. What's the big deal? Look, he seems like a nice guy. He has yeah. a few hot women around him all the time. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a few hot women. What do you, do what I, do you want from me? What do I from need me? to say what side you'd be on? I don't like tea that much anyway. Do I need to say what t- side you'd be on in 1939 Germany? Do I need to say these things? Wow. <laughs> Good lord. Sorry. We, we know where you grandstand. <laughs> we saw your beer. <laughs> And you can see that beer for five dollars at patreon.com slash drink a beer playing game. I just grandstand on the popular opinion. When you have your unique opinions, like Gold Dust is a good wrestler. Gold Dust is a fucking fantastic wrestler. You're He's just, better now than he you're was. You're just in his like 30s, someone that touched drunk. himself and went to kick someone in the nuts. He was a four he started the attitude era more than anyone else, goddammit. Let's 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 be yes, calm there. Let's be did. calm there. He was a goddamn game changer in '95. <laughs> let's be calm there. He was the punching bag of '95. He was not a punching bag. He was legit threatening a mind fuck. And then they cut his legs, knees out from under him. Then he got a lot of drugs and fucked himself over. But my point is, get on the better side of things. Fuck the better <laughs> side of things. You just said you want clout, so get on the good side of things. Is all I'm saying. I want the right clout. <laughs> I want the meat cloud. Hasn't worked for eight years, but goddamn it, it'll work one fucking day. So, 
Are you in support of you're going to fully pirate all the Wii U library, Jim? I'm too lazy to do it any goddamn way. <laughs> I already have the Wii U games I want. Because when the Wii U was fucking being liquidated at GameStop, I would go to GameStop and spend 20 bucks and buy 10 fucking games. So I have what I want. I don't fucking care about this. But you, Doesn't affect me. But you as a collector of odd things, I bet you'd find your new favorite games on their eShop that's going away. That you don't have. But I'd have to go through it, and I'm a lazy <laughs> fuck. I have the big name titles I know I want. But now you'll Should never I have be bought Devil's Third when it was 100 bucks instead of 500 Yes. No. Am I going to go out of the way now? No. But you should never have gotten that game, period, because it ain't a good game. It's not. But just having it because it's a thing doesn't make it worthwhile. Yes. Give me <laughs> thing. Give me value. <laughs> I just, like I said, hey... It's Nintendo from their DLC with MK8. Give me a picture on Twitter and 300 likes, and I'll show you some fucking day. I, I don't know. I'm really curious. What do you guys think? Is there anyone out there? I mean, I think there's plenty of people against it. I want to hear people... Oh, there's are, a fuckload of people against here's it. Here's the deal. I want to hear someone support it, and not just the lazy gym answer of, like, you have a year. That's not supporting it. I want to hear what is the true support. Because just saying you had eight years to get it, it's that's a lazy argument. Give me a real reason. That's a lazy. It's the best argument. Because the real argument is fine. That that may be a true case, but why do they need to say I'm not going to offer it anywhere else? It's a good question. That's my only question. Why is Nintendo being dicks? Why are you being dicks? Because you fuckers didn't appreciate it and didn't buy it the first time. You had your chance. Oh, it'll never affect you me. You had your chance. Even if you said, here's a flash card with all Wii U games, you know what I'd do? I'd drink some corn soda. Right, one day you're going to wake up in a cold sweat and go, I didn't buy Pac-Man Adventures 2. And yeah. I'm going to go, what the fuck did I, what have I done? What have I done, sir? I'll be on my deathbed, why didn't I get more Wii U games? We're really down to just Yoshi's Wooly World. That's the only fucking game that's still exclusive to it that's worth getting. But even that's questionable. That game is fantastic, I'll have you know. That's calm. Let's calm your tits. It's never even breaching your top 200 favorite games. It might sneak in. It, well, let's calm your tits. It might sneak in. 200 games. There's a lot of games. 200 is <laughs> a tough number to get down. So, I want to hear what you guys think. You know, obviously this week, it's been a lot of crazy shit with gaming. I'll say that. A lot of cord burping and a lot of crazy gaming shit. But, you know, once again, Nintendo's going to do Nintendo... Pirate shit. Hot topic. I get. I guess that. I guess that's moral, Jim. Pirate. Yeah, it's fucking pirate. Here's <laughs> the shit. Not my problem. So, Jim, what do you think of this very strong L? This one was way better. Nah, mm-hmm. uh, we should have fucking started with this. Uh, well, we shouldn't have drank six sodas of odd flavors. Yeah, this is actually almost like. I guess I'm getting drunk enough now that I'm not as uh, you affected don't care. by the soda now. So yeah. Wait till you're pooping later. <laughs> pooping later, pooping tomorrow, pooping all day. Pooping so it's safe to say of these two guys, no, this one, this is the clear winner. Yeah, that's the clear winner, and definitely like more actual flavor. Like you, it's like, oh yeah, it's a lot of that. Like if you like a good Christmas ale, Christmas spice kind of shit with your beer, this is that in droves. Um, it's fucking good. Would you compare it to Mad Elf in terms of how much you like it? I know it's your first time trying it. It's... It is my first time trying it, but you know what? Like it gives you that Mad Elf feel. It's just, like, tamer. So it's a little... At this point, it's not even that much less alcohol. And it's not it's, as boozy. It's not as boozy at all. No. It's a little more balanced. If you if you always want... If you never liked Mad Elf because it was too boozy, try this. Yeah. That's a good way what to do What I will say is there is a constant warming on your tongue 
So that's that's a booziness. But as Border Mad Elf, I feel like it hits you just a little bit, little bit more. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. So with that, guys, if you're watching, we truly appreciate. It. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that like, subscribe button, and the notification bell so you can always see when we upload new videos. If you're listening to us, please make sure on iTunes and Spotify hit subscribe. If you give us a five-star rating, we will read whatever you write to us on here, and we will respond to you. We would truly, truly appreciate it. Any support is always appreciated. And with that, we want to say have a good night, everyone. Cheers. Cheers, guys.